Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Well, our last podcast, which caught us just after the national title game, sounded so good, we couldn't do that again. So we're back to the series of wells arranged next to each other, where we record most of our shutdown full cast, the least influential college football podcast on this college football blogosphere planet. Uh, I am Spencer Hall, editorial director of SB Nation and uh, founder of Everyday Should Be Saturday. Joining me from uh, Kennesaw, Georgia... As always, woo! That, that, that was wow. <laughs> the excitement is palpable for signing day uh, tomorrow. This is this is how I know that Jason is truly hip hop because his scheduled arrival he never shows up on time. Like you say, joining me now is, and then it takes him a few seconds to actually come out. There are, by the way, you'll notice there. Well, because I never know if he's going to say my name or not. He is. He, he never says your name. Never. I've never said it. Check the tapes. Go back. Check the history. Do the history. Jason, you I, know my name has been used on this on this on this show before. You know that beneath this veneer of southern hospitality, there lies a cold Nordic gene set, right? Like uh, just my blood. I can't hug. I can't ever refer to people by their names. I have to ask them to do it. <laughs> I don't know anyone's name. I, I don't want to feel connected to you why the vikings went and left and pillaged and burned stuff because they didn't actually want to talk to each other the only man i love is jimmy buffett <laughs> hey hey <laughs> easy easy back off of these scurrilous accusations sir See, the thing is spencer doesn't love many things but the things he loves there's a fierce he passion. loves yeah that's true. right hey i haven't bought a i don't think i've listened to an entire jimmy buffett album since banana wind <laughs> also because you're Buffett, set after that. Jimmy Buffett released an album called Banana Wind. 
which is really close to a digestive disorder. And you listened to all of it. Oh, I, I, you know what? I had to listen to all of it. I was raised in the cult. It I was, think it sounds like a knockoff Bed Bath & Beyond fragrance, where it's like, oh, shit, we made it too literal. It could also be like a skeezy uh, resort for couples where you're not sure if you're supposed to be swinging or not. <laughs> I, I think it sounds like the translation of a Chinese intestinal disorder. Oh, no, he has banana wind. It's like, yeah, if you run that through Google Translate a few times, you get, like, dick fart. Yeah, that's <laughs> This is this is how people in Papua Guinea say literally say dick to bomb. They say banana wind. <laughs> She's caught the banana wind and is no longer rational. Uh, that's Jason Kirk, by the way. How we get this intro Thanks. Into, into the full spin of a car crash. Our college football editor and savant at large. You know that there's no cricket noises behind you tonight because you are inside. There are two temperatures in your neighborhood. One. Jason is walking around outside, and then the current temperature, which is hell, no, I ain't going outside. It's under, it's under like fifty-five degrees out here. Yeah, now, nah, bruh, just a big nah, nah. Also, from beautiful Brooklyn, New York City, the capital of college football, joining us. It's it's me. It's Ryan. I don't know why we didn't do this last night when I was just stuck in a Houston hotel. <laughs> that would have made a lot of sense. That La Quinta had excellent Wi-Fi. <laughs> the La Quinta is... Is the La Quinta the most, like, I've made a mistake in life and that's why I'm spending the night there hotel? Or is there worse? And don't, like... You can't go single on me, right? Like, oh, the Sheffield Inn on Exit no, 32, red, owned red, by Steve Sheffield. No. Red Roof, if you... Unless it's actually your only option, either because of geography or money... If you could stay somewhere else and you choose to stay in a red roof, you have given up. Jason, you concur? Uh, I'm trying to think of the one I stayed at in L.A. recently or last year. It, what, it might have been a red roof fan. Whatever it was, I, I rolled up and it was the parking lot was nothing but pickup trucks, which mm. kind of freaked me out in L.A. And then I looked up and it was nothing but big dudes and wife beaters like leaning over the, the railing. Um, I'll try to recall of that the name of that <laughs> Are one. You sure? Are to you make sure you guys are able to go? Are you sure this wasn't a prison? This was actually he was playing. Uh, he was in the Los Santos neighborhood of GTA. <laughs> it was a pretty cheap prison. Yeah, well, you know, in minimum security, you can just drive up. But prison, prison usually usually costs a good deal of money once you really go through the whole process. But this one was pretty cheap. That's a that's a good question. Is Prison or hotel? Just get the cost, the aggregate cost, and be like, local prison or hotel. I, yeah, I think, you really have to stay in a prison a long time to get your money's worth. The yeah. Yelp reviews on this prison are very good. Yes, the, the sheets, reasonably clean. Inmates, chipper. Housekeeping, bad marks. I would say that the Hampton Inn is actually where you've gone to make the greatest mistakes because you dare to pay for a little bit of luxury. Right. Yeah, where you say... Oh, I'm gonna need some amenities for this. Yeah, sad... I think that that's like a double tree, right? Nope. Yeah, nope. Like, oh, they give you a free sack of cookies. That's day one. Nope, right? just a free sack. That's it. Day day three, you're like the free sack of cookies is the greatest thing in my life right now, and I've made mistakes. <laughs> that there, that there's the Hampton Inn. You want to see uh, a, a segue from hell? I'm about to make that turn. Spending a lot of time in hotels. That's something coaches do this time of year. <laughs> turn that wheel. Damn. Power slide around that <laughs> on-ramp. Whew. Whew. Getting there. 
Mark Rich said he used to gain uh, like like easily twenty pounds in two months. Is that from eating food at like parents' houses? Yeah, yeah. This is apparently a thing in, uh, among coaches this time of year that they all anticipate. If you watch, the, like their hardest workout season is like between now and their vacation in June because they all go to the beach and they have to look like semi presentable mm. when they take their shirts off. Cause they're all ex jocks and they kind of know they're not like, they're not like normal people who are like, well, it's just not going to be pretty y'all. Well, just is what it is. There's some hair and some skin. That's all I got. <laughs> just a big tube of meat and organs soaking up radiation on this. I, lo- beach. I look like a child's drawing of a man. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm like the potato man. Draw the potato man. There I am on the beach, but I paid to be here, dang it. Uh, yeah, they all gain like 20 pounds this time of year because all they've been doing for the past uh, two months, three months, is uh, running around, trying to coach at a bowl game, and recruiting young, impressionable men between the ages of 17 and 19 to come to their universities because tomorrow is National Signing Day. Now, what would the if if there were a fanfare for National Signing Day, a trump a trumpet's good because you know that's uh, the the marching band could play it. But I'm trying to think if there would be a more a more applicable sound. It would be the modem sound when you accidentally call a fax yeah. machine on your yeah, phone. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> if you want something, if you want something really fun to do tomorrow, just find out the fax numbers for another university and just start calling them. Or hell, send them shit. Yeah, you know, send them some spam. Send them, uh, send them a fine novel, all three hundred twenty-eight pages. Hey, you interested in timeshares, Clemson? (laughs) James Dabo's like, well, but you know, (laughs) actually, you know that new Harper Lee coming out. So I decided, (laughs) I decided to fax Georgia Tech to kill a mockingbird. (laughs) That's got to catch back up. Well, we're excited to sign Boo Radley. We think he's going to do some good things at tight end. Uh, yeah, yeah. Scout has pretty good scout rating. Yeah. <laughs> Scout's big on Scout. They're real down on the Radley fan. Rivals hate Scout. Rivals hate can't. Worst character ever. I only give her one star. One star character. It's a one star character, dang it. We, we weren't getting through today without making a few Harper Lee jokes, especially because, you know, she and Pat die. They're tight. Yeah. Auburn ruining everything. Harper Lee, beloved Harper Lee, beloved literary institution. <laughs> Distracted by decades of Auburn fandom. <laughs> exactly. That's it. Finally, finally, like she's like, I'm tired of being ruled by passion. I am no longer following Auburn football. I'm going to get down to it and finish my 20 manuscripts. Or do you think it was, you know, she was having her weekly chat with Gus Malzahn and he said, you know, listen, Harper. You just got to put the book out there. People are reading. Like, do we have Gus Malzahn to thank for this? I think I think it was Christy. I think she like met Christy Malzahn and said, "Oh no, I gotta. Oh, I should go back. I'm busy. I can't hang out anymore." <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I, I, I've got this. It's it's Will Muschamp because what? Oh, yeah. Oh, look who just showed it. up. Look who just, just showed up. Uh, yeah. Get shit done. Exactly. And, you know, if Will Muschamp had anything to do with the production of that book, it's not going to be controversial in the least because he's <laughs> incapable of generating offense. It only has seven, it only has seven pages. You shouldn't need more than that. <laughs> See, that's, actually, Gus, Gus probably came to her and said, listen, this man's going to kill me in a year and I want to read your book, so finish it. <laughs> like, how long is it? Oh, 17 to 13. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a... Yes, it is. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's it. 
so tomorrow is actually National Signing Day, which is when the young men of the future class of college athletes will, without any cash remuneration or benefits whatsoever, sign with one school or another. This this isn't something I get really excited about. I'll, I'll be honest. Nope. Uh, I like it a lot because um, it's our last chance to have people click on our website There's without that. There's that. really being overly creative or really working all that hard. It's our last easy traffic day until late August, so... I get pretty excited. About okay, it. I, I do like it because it's Bud's time to shine. Yeah, it's it. <laughs> you can just hear like, the guitars tuning up <laughs> as he puts on puts on the boots and the straw hat. Bud's bizarrely encyclopedic knowledge of every high school ever. This, oh yeah, oh yeah, they got a, they got a great home ec program at that school. You wouldn't <laughs> believe you wouldn't believe the pies they make. <laughs> this is this is truly his moment to shine, it, because this is really. This is like, this is for Bud. Every signing day is Garth Brooks Live 1994 on NBC. <laughs> it really is. It's the double live. It's live from Texas Stadium in Dallas. He comes out with actual rain on the stage as the thunder rolls, right? So when is, when is Bud's Chris Gaines period? Uh, you know, it's probably going to come up when Jimbo starts getting in trouble. That's, that's, a, that's called a dead period in the say, NCAA be, recruiting calendar. It, it might be like Florida State in the ACC basketball tournament. <laughs> if you don't know who we're talking about, by the way, this is our recruiting expert and our Florida State blogger, Bud Elliott. Man, I, I hope there's somebody out here who doesn't know about Bud and is just about to find out. Yeah, he's he's kind of like the Mao Zedong of the FSU fan base, and 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 on top of that, manages to occupy a lofty perch in the constellation of recruiting, because he can tell you everything about a recruit, and he can tell you weird things about a recruit, and will even alter his speech so that he's speaking recruit ease. For instance, that you haven't lived until you've seen like a is he six three? You think that's fair, six two? Bud? Around there. Yeah, 6'2", probably, I would six, guess. 6'2", six, six yeah. I, don't think I mean, Bud could guess this better than we could. He could, because he can guess anyone's weight. E- even even women, which is always really fun. That's a great game to play with total strangers. Unless, the one caveat is, if you are way too small to be a college football recruit, then he has no basis for you whatsoever. Yeah, there's no framer. Uh, it must be a kicker. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. What are you, seven pounds? Nine pounds? He can't even, he can't even see you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some kind of selective dinosaur site. No, that's that's actually a, that's a pylon. What do you what do you mean? Mostly in nitrogen. Yeah. Are are you a silicon based creature? You just floating away. You appearing before me uh, in my mind. He's about ten years away from getting a D one scholarship offer. <laughs> I'm thirty five. <laughs> he will he will also do he will also say things like like he will straight up walk to a kid and go. So uh, which school do you think appreciated your swag the most? <laughs> And it works. It works. <laughs> like there's a 17 year old kid in Miami who hears that and goes, "Well, you know," and <laughs> just starts his answer. <laughs> He's a genius, and like, you'll see you it. Get, you get me. Yeah, you'll see it. You'll see it right. all on display tomorrow on, on SBNation.com when you tune live. In. Live, freaking live, dude! You get the bear in. You get the bear in person. You get, I'm gonna. Am, I'm gonna ambush that live shoot. You should. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring pictures of all sorts of R and B superstars and ask Bud on live camera who they are. Yeah, oh no, yeah, because no, all yeah, the only the only music he understands these days is rap because he hears yeah. it every Friday night at recruit camps. <laughs> it's a really good way to stay on top of things. Be like, yeah, that's uh, that's Meek Mill. 
He's good. I'll yeah, like he him. knows he knows the songs and stuff, but R and B, I, I think that's that's going to be a major blind spot. Um, that and and tomorrow you will also get this. This is a great part of the spectacle. Tomorrow at ESPN, uh, who got we, they tried out Luganbill, right? We get a lot of Tom Luganbill tomorrow. There's going to be a lot of Lugs. Tom Luganbill DDS. Yeah, Tom, Tom, former Georgia Tech quarterback. Which that's that's a sign that you're going to go on to do. You're you're going to go pro in something else. If you're a Georgia Tech quarterback, you're going to have to go do something else. Ah, there was. Uh... Mm-hmm. And <laughs> um, and also, yeah. There's Tom Luganbill. There's see see that he went on to ESPN. <laughs> That's true. It's George Godsey. He went on to play for uh, <laughs> Reggie Ball. He he's he played in the NFL for a second. He, he, I think um, at wide receiver. There was one of them who was a, a practice camp safety for the Bills for a week. Yeah. So, like we said, we'll we'll see a plenty of a Georgia Tech quarterback on TV tomorrow. He's just going to be behind the the uh, desk. That'll be Tom Luganville. And like anyone else, really tomorrow comes down to a couple of things. It comes down to a reading of the classes where we assemble yawn stars, pile them up, and then say, wow, this team got X. And everybody was really impressed with it. And then we watch as teams completely screw up these rankings and everybody gets very excited about them. For instance, 247 does something brilliant. If you are looking at the rankings, I think you can go ahead and pick out what I think is the most brilliant thing about their their list of all class rankings. What do you think that would be, Ryan, if you are looking at them? Oh my <clears throat> I'm looking at it now and I have no idea. I, I am so Do you see those little arrows? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the most brilliant thing. Because they make them look like stocks. They oh, make them okay. look like markets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this is an actual quantifiable thing that amounts to something like science. Yeah, you should buy right now. You should buy Miami. Oh yeah. You should sell. <laughs> you should. You sell. should sell Florida. No, no, no. Buy low. You can get lower than Florida right Listen, now. As we're looking at this. Florida's stock oh, Florida price, has jumped 24. Florida's right. stock price has doubled in the past week. They were in the 70s or 80s. Now they're in the 40s. And they'll probably finish in the teens. But why did you buy Florida in the first place is my question to you. Sadie. You're going to have to ask Jim McElwain that. Oh, man. Florida, Florida's finally, finally ahead of Utah. Eat Utah. <laughs> finally ahead of Kentucky, bitch. Yeah. Shit. We are going to. Oh, the Still, Utah, Kentucky, Maryland. Ahead oh, of I'm, all of them. And, I, and I'm talking shit. And guess who they're right behind? Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Brutal. Look, you know, and Georgia Tech already has its quarterback uh, of the future, so. Yeah, it's it's future Tom Luganville. (laughs) Oh, God, we're so screwed. You guys guys will jump NC State. I think we'll jump Cal. I'm not optimistic. That's disrespectful to NC State. I think you guys will approach Mississippi State. Wow. That's, that's, that's pretty lofty. But keep in mind, by the way, that the other really funny part of this, to me, like when you look at like teams moving up at the last second, they're teams that you wouldn't trust with... Uh, they're teams you wouldn't trust with anything. Like, man, UCLA's moving up. Oh, are they? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that'll turn out really well. <laughs> that, 
because because <laughs> buoyant optimisms work so well for them. Yeah, UCLA has a good chance to finish right around the top ten. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that sure. that'll end well. <laughs> sure. Then there's then there's this, which is and there's been a lot of research done. Okay, and I, research is a real strong word for anything in like college football, but. Uh, Matt Hinton in particular has looked for that correlation between whether you actually get people with stars, people that recruiting services really like, and your overall rate of success. And it, there is like there is a correlation. Ohio State won the national title this past year. They have a lot of people with lofty recruiting rankings on the roster. They do. So it's not entirely spurious. It is fun, though, to, to see these teams pile up massive just amounts of talent and know the exact manner in which they are going to blow it for instance jason kirk who's our number two team uh, at the moment it's usc and there's a small chance they could finish number one yeah if they if they hit everyone tomorrow right yeah, right if, if if things line up just right usc could finish number one in february it's gonna be the baddest eight and four team you ever saw <laughs> That's, that Sun Bowl is just going to be filled with blue chips. Oh, man. So so many NFL memories of, <laughs> of Foster Farms Bowls past. We're talking about taking down a top five Pac-12 team, losing to Washington State, which you can do with or without five stars, but it's more fun to do it with five stars. I always feel like Mike Leach recruits via some sort of like social, some sort of church social thing, you know? It's a ra- It's a church raffle. Hey, you want you want to uh, stop by? Two dollars, and you can win a chance to play for Washington State. Or uh, it's probably like he goes around to young people and asks weird questions, and whoever gives him weird answers, he's like, "I gotta hang out with this kid." <laughs> hey, um, uh, tell me, uh, what what's your definition of a good dip? Because you know, dip's a tricky thing. You see, because uh, depends on the chip and what goes in it, and the ingredients and the, yeah, when and, you swirl and, and them and the in a bowl. The kids who just sort of stare at him or walk off, he's like, huh, not a conversationalist, I see. Guess I don't want to hang out with that kid for four years. Sacagawea accidentally invented the first dip. Yeah, but you know, a lot of people know that. You know, like at one point, Wes Welker walked up and goes, hey, man, you know, like, I love dip. I mean, I think, but bean dips are overrated. You think so? (laughs) You're a a starter. I think you're gonna you got a future uh, here in Lubbock. Let's we got a straight you. shooter here with a lot of interesting ideas on dip. I'm gonna give him a scholarship. <laughs> Connor Halliday just started answering questions about you know the Vikings when he started talking back to him, and he's like, "Hey, you want to bleed from your chest in the middle of a game? I'm gonna give you a scholarship. Come get <laughs> come get the snot knocked out of you." I would really like to see Mike Leach and uh, Andrew Luck get an argument about like medieval warfare. <laughs> they would. Oh, come on. Like, Andrew Luck is not begging to be passionate and heated. Siegecraft isn't all that it's made to be, really. Well, that's just that's just comical nonsense. Everyone knows you can't take a castle without proper siegecraft. This is, this is just stupid. Let me tell you something about the cavalry and contact weapons. Ranks, Battle of Ranks, okay? Charles Martel. Yeah, that's... That, that's how Mike Leach determines the allocation of his scholarships. Another team that I... And, by the way, and team, as you can see, uh, Washington State's arrow is going down. <laughs> they are, they are <laughs> plummeting at the moment. <laughs> Not quite like Miami, though. Plummeting. No, 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 no. 
<laughs> Nothing like Miami. No, no, no. They got this. They got this. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Al Golden. You I like that uh, uh, Miami currently has 18 commits, which you can say, oh, well, let's see. Yeah, it's the NCAA stuff. Oh, no, no, no. That's, uh, that's no, done with. Uh, <laughs> they just, they just, they're just very selective. It's like, they, it's they like, own all, them, it's they like, them Al Golden sanctions. It is. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's like Al Golden had wrote, had to write down the grocery list on the back of a business card, and that's all the room he had. It's like, oh, oh no, I only got rice and green onions. <laughs> Guess it's con- can, congee can, for weeks. <laughs> you can make a lot of seven and five with rice and green onions. <laughs> Watch me do it. Uh, other the other uh, amusing thing that in all of this, I always enjoy the accusations of cheating, which everybody by definition is cheating. There is nobody in that top twenty that does not have a lucrative benefits program for its athletes. Under the table, well arranged. There's nobody in that entire list of teams that does not have your nice bumper package of goodies for when you sign with them. Okay, I don't know. Arizona State might not. Like, 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 hey, hey, bro. Do you think they just try to? Do you think Todd Graham is trying to cheap out on the gift basket? Because I can see that he just gives you whatever he finds in his pocket. Like, how hard can it be to recruit to Arizona State versus you know um, some of these other wonderful institutions ahead of you? Like, (laughs) why would you really have to cheat all that hard? You'd have to be kind of incompetent. To not finish in the top twenty or so. I, I mean, Arizona's either your thing or it isn't. Like, if you're just the kind of guy, like, I know they're eighteen year olds, and I'm gonna make a bold statement here. Not every eighteen year old thinks the group pool party is, you know, like the top of civilization's achievements. Now, most of them do, but not all of them. You also have to consider how many parents really don't want their kid to go to Arizona State. <laughs> yeah. You have to be, remember, the most... Yeah, but all you need is to find, like, 25 whose parents don't care. Yeah, well, <laughs> which explains a lot about Arizona State teams over Just the Once years. a year, find 25 kids whose parents don't care. This is like the plot of summer camp. Find 25 feral children. Find 25 kids roaming the woods with hey, angelas who like parties. And you've got a signing class. Find Vontae's perfect. That's who you need to find. <laughs> find an angry child who doesn't want to be near anybody he knows. Put him in the desert and let him kill people for four Good. years on a football now, field. Now we've got Todd Graham rating the foster system. Great job. <laughs> Where did you find him? <laughs> hey, he was on he's a, got he, family. He was on a raft in the middle of the Pacific. <laughs> With sur- a tiger. Surrounded by eight dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> tiger. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's weird. He was all philosophical and shit. There's, there's this whale full of diamonds, and there's this like cartoon tiger, and they got to the beach, and the tiger went to go play at, at the school down south. Now that sounds like a movie, Todd Graham. Yeah, Castaways. Castaways. Just like that movie. Not like it's, that it was my dream movie. Yeah. It's about so, dreams. Uh, so, the only other thing that I, I enjoy the accusation of cheating. The school that will be accused of cheating the most based on their movement over the past couple of years in this top 15. Uh, let's see. UCLA? Ten- Tennessee. Yeah, yeah Tennessee. Tennessee is surging. Also, uh, Tennessee probably bringing in 60-plus kids this year and last year, which even though the numbers work out fine, people don't like to see that. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, we're signing, because they don't want to actually add up the numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they need and that 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 oversigning dot com goofball is just going to lose his mind when he actually looks at the roster counts for Tennessee. Yeah, there's uh, and but Alabama, USC, Florida State, we're like, oh, that's a pretty that's a pretty steady level of what we would consider 
you know, like our, our, our usual cheating, right? We're like, ah, Tennessee's ramping up what they're doing here by getting up to that four spot. Clemson, staying steady. You got, you know, Titans of the industry, LSU, Georgia, Ohio State, Texas. Uh, Notre Dame hanging out 11. Look at you. I'm sure that's just... I'm yeah, sure that's, that's usually around where Notre Dame is. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure three of those kids won't transfer before classes start. <laughs> Listen, if the... I'm sure that this being Notre Dame, you can probably bump them down five slots on inflation alone. Oh, what's that? Brian Kelly's a lot less friendly after you've signed with him? That's weird. (laughs) He turns an entirely different shade. Uh, Another that is actually much higher than usual is Mississippi State, which is ahead of Ole Miss at this very moment. Uh, Yeah, so About 10 more commits, which is probably why, but still ahead of Ole Miss. Yeah, the the dynamic there being uh, the minute one edges in front of the other. Y'all cheating! No, no, y'all cheating! Yeah, that's the funny thing. Anytime Ole Miss gets a commit, you see Mississippi State fans lose their mind. The the hashtag that I don't even know if it's an ironic thing that Ole Miss fans use at this point, but the hashtag the network. The like, network. This idea that Ole Miss has like these sinister boosters who are so far beyond anybody else's, and uh, and yet Mississippi saves ahead in the rankings with more recruits. Uh, gentlemen, I want you to go ahead and begin priming the list of questions. If you want to answer a question tonight from our Twitter followers who are asking, I think, fairly good signing day questions tonight. Oh, you, oh, you want a signing day? Oh, fine. You can listen. You pick whatever you want. No, I'm, no, it's it's fine. I am going to go ahead and pick one here, which going to. The signing day fanfare done with fake trumpet. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the Ivy League has football, so I will start with the oddball question. Mm, this is good. This is a good one because Simmons class at Simmons class said Columbia football has lost twenty one straight games. Who should we hire to be the new head coach? Oh. Oh, <laughs> so let's do the profile. It's an academically rigorous institution located in New York City. Check, check. It is uh, historically terrible at football. Like this is not, I mean, 21 straight games is bad, but this is not actually the worst Columbia football has ever been. Okay. I'm uh, hearing Mark Mangino. <laughs> <laughs> Just, wait, wait, wait. You, you locked in as soon as he said academic. <laughs> that's, a, that's a man who's definitely strong on academics. Uh, so I'm looking at all of this and I am going to go ahead and say that there's a man who is a Columbia alum. He is currently unemployed. Follow me, follow along. Buzz Reggie, in, buzz Reggie, in. We, Reggie Ball. No, no, even better. Even better, okay. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. He's Ivy League educated, but not but not Columbia, okay? But was a legend in the Ivy League. Okay, is is he is he from a better Ivy than Columbia? Yes. Well, yeah. Well, from- I just want to make sure we're not getting some brown asshole in here. Okay. The, uh, <laughs> he's not from UPenn, all right? Take he's, that, brown listeners. He's not from Dartmouth. Can eat it. Eat it, Rembert. <laughs> I'm talking some shit about Dartmouth. That's basically Arizona State in the snow. Oh, shit. I know. Uh, he is, uh, he's got professional experience. Vast professional experience. Vast and inexplicable professional experience. As the head coach of the Buffalo Bills, 
the Chicago Bears and as a defensive coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think you know where I'm going with this. It's the man who must always be employed by law. That's future Columbia head coach Dick Jerron. College football <laughs> Hall of Famer Dick Jerron. College football Hall of Famer and legendary, uh, like, sub five. He's got a 423 record <laughs> as a head coach. And he worked as a head coach for 10 years. 10. What, what coach Wait, year, what? did he only play like three games a year? <laughs> no, he was 10 years. It's amazing. 60 and 82 lifetime. Continually employed. Millionaire. Fine for life. Dick Jerron. Future Columbia head coach. Yeah, done. Count it. All right. Your, your question, Ryan. Uh, okay. Oh, I just closed and I'm stupid. Here it is. Okay. Uh, this question comes from Emily Rios. She says in honor of the Super Bowl, what is the single worst play you've ever seen in person? And I had to, uh, go back and confirm that it was the game that I thought it was. It was, this is from the 2003 Outback Bowl in which Florida lost to Michigan. And the last play of this game, uh, Vernell Brown, Vernell Brown, who is not, was not technically a quarterback on the Florida roster, or not a quarterback of any importance, at least. Uh, he got the last pass of the game with Florida down eight points at the Michigan 27 with a good like minute and a half still to play. They decided to give Vernell Brown the ball on what I think was sort of like a toss sweep where he uh, ended up throwing the ball, throws pick, and... Uh, Three John Navarre kneel downs later, Michigan wins this stupid crap ass game. Mm. This was that was Rex Grossman's last game as a collegiate athlete, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that was Rexy's last ride. What a, what is what a stupid way for a stupid man to go out. Thanks, thanks, Ron Sook. I think the the worst football play I've ever seen was John Brantley throwing to quadruple coverage. Quadruple coverage. Well, that's not you. you have to. This question is play singular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, it, you're you're going to have to narrow it down. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this was against Florida State in one of the worst football games I've ever watched. Oh, that was like the 2012? Uh, I, believe 20, I believe this is 2011. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I believe this is 2011 when John Brantley fires back, like confident. It was a confident throw into quadruple <laughs> coverage. I think it started out triple, and then um, like a lineman – wanders back there or something like there's four guys around the ball and he threw it confidently john brantley you're you're probably the second worst athlete i've ever seen on a football field who's the worst uh it's probably jeff driscoll <laughs> wow yeah, you, i was gonna say john kentna <laughs> i think you mean future nfl hall of famer john kentna <laughs> oh just both ghastly just, I know you were in bad situations, but man, in context, you were both absolutely horrible. Jason? Um, I don't know exactly which one it was, but it was probably Kurt Kittner in the NFL. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, to this day, I'm, I'm convinced I can throw a football farther than him. You had so many options. Well, like, I probably can't, but. I, I thought you might go Doug Johnson here. There's there's a litany. <laughs> many, many. I Although it's really Chris Redman, I know it's not athletically inept, but who was the quarterback from UConn who, playing for the Lions, stepped out of the end zone <laughs> on like when he, um, on a drop on a simple drop back? 
and got a safety. Dan, Dan Orlovsky. Yes, Dan Orlovsky. Yeah, just Dan Orlovsky. Walking out of the back of the end. and not and let's be clear, not like oh, the heel of his foot. Nope. Went out of bounds. Like he took three solid steps. He was running on the back of the end zone like it was a power pass. <laughs> I know he was. He traveled with the Wait, ball I out can, of the end zone. I get. I get a speed bonus if I'm here. Right? Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Is not like Sonic. Uh, that's uh, Jason. Your actual question for the night. Uh, let's see. Um, 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 how about this comes to us from Matt Berry on Twitter. Matt Berry 5 Which Sunbelt program had the best fax cam for signing day? Uh, I thought this was what Georgia State was trying to do the other day when they shut down traffic downtown so bad that Google Maps was showing uh, the, the interstates in Atlanta in black. Which I didn't even know was possible. Is that like end of days? Yeah. yeah. That's well, the... it was because Georgia State put up some goofy art students were putting up cameras along the side of the interstate as a you know whatever art thing. Because that's the thing you do. You, yep. you, duct, you <laughs> duct tape weird packages to the side of the interstate and then call it art. Ha ha ha! We're college students doing art. Um, so I'm going to say probably Georgia State. Because uh, whatever it is, it'll it'll be a total catastrophe, and those are always entertaining. Just where they just where they put a big zombie head over the map. I, I yeah, just don't. They just put an X. Just I want there to be here. one fax cam where somebody thinks they bought a fax like a combination copier printer fax machine, but it's just a copier. <laughs> <laughs> so they sign. So they sign some kid named like uh, Mason Forrester twenty five times. <laughs> Got a whole class full of Mason Forrester. Let me tell we you, we are this loaded class. up on cornerbacks this year. Oh, another signing of test page. Some, <laughs> some, some of these test pages are going to have to grow into different roles. And then coach has to get up and defend it. Well, we felt it was important to fortify our uh, defensive secondary. Yeah, <laughs> we have twenty six safeties. Text page has all the colors you're looking for We've on a page. My son's trigonometry homework mistakenly slipped in there by my son at six fifteen a.m. Uh, I think he could do a lot for us. <laughs> He's uh, got a tangent. He's got a cosine. Got <laughs> yeah, a whatever those are, we got a bunch of them. We got a bunch of them. We got listen. We're attacking this. We want to attack our program from the right angles, and trigonometry homework can definitely help us do that. Hashtag approach the asymptote. Yeah. <laughs> Future right, Columbia man. head coach Ryan Nanny. <laughs> Academically prestigious. Ooh. The last question that I have for each of you is tomorrow, if you were to pick a reveal, a signing reveal, what would you like to see? We have seen dogs. We have seen alligators. We have seen, um, we've seen head fakes. We have seen all sorts of chicanery in terms of unveiling your actual choice. And I'm for all of it on the record, by the way. Uh, what would you like to see? Ooh. Uh, I sort of alluded to this on Twitter, but everybody sticks to the animals for schools that have an animal mascot. I would like those who commit to non-animal mascots to embrace that in some way. Like if you commit to Tulane, maybe have a dump truck dump a bunch of green water into your school's auditorium. (laughs) Or like if you commit to Yukon, maybe have a dump truck. (laughs) That's it? Just a dump truck? Just a dump truck. Yeah, just point at it. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> right there. Can't you see? <laughs> I, 
I would like for someone deciding between Clemson and LSU to simply say the Tigers and unveil a tiger and not. Yeah, yeah. it's down to Auburn, Mizzou, LSU, and Clemson. <laughs> I <laughs> choose, maybe Tiger. You I choose the judge. I choose the Tiger and then pick, play, up, pick up I'm a stuffed play, tiger, walk I'm, out. I'm playing baseball for Detroit. <laughs> You got to do the the Bible thing where you say, "I'll cut this tiger in half, and everyone can have half of the tiger." And then you know, Dabo's like, "Oh no, don't do that!" Unless Miles, that that means he wins. And LSU fans are like, "Oh, we can we can roast half a tiger." Yeah, cut that tiger in half. Either that, either that tiger in half. We'll throw that tiger in a pot. That's a tasty. That that tiger is good eating right Uh I would also love for somebody to declare to Notre Dame by immediately getting in a fist fight with the first person of white descent they could find. <laughs> like they, they, yeah, they commit to Notre Dame. That means you like lose like seven inches of height. <laughs> Just immediately like, begin like Marcus of, Marquis of Queensberry fighting rules. Like <laughs> hold, your, hold your fists up in uppercut position and begin pummeling each other. Yeah, you somehow get like blurry visually. <laughs> He put on two plain sweatshirts. He's, he's, how is he fighting in a lithograph? <laughs> Why is he sepia toned? It's a woodcut. <laughs> uh, Jason, do you have any other preferred methods of the unveil? Um, wow. Well, we've seen we have seen this where recruit commits while sporting rival tattoos, rivals uh, logo tattooed on his body, like you can see it. While he's committing to Alabama, you can see the Auburn tattoo. Yeah. But we knew about the Auburn tattoo ahead of time. So what if you commit while unveiling the rival logo tattoo? What what if you commit on campus? What if you go to Clemson and announce you're committing to South Carolina? Well, you could... <laughs> that, that, that's sort of been done. Uh, it was, I think, it was Jeremy Liggins committed to LSU, like in a Oxford hotspot. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's there, right. There was, that's there was, the, was it, was it like a sports um, bar? <laughs> <laughs> I think was it uh, Randall L who committed while at Arrivals. Like it, it, he, he did the same thing. Like committed in the middle of of his own school's hotspot to the rival. I'm here at the Purdue bookstore. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I don't know what the hot spot would be. <laughs> I'm here in West Lafayette. <laughs> I'm here in a coal mine. That's go, go to a West Virginia coal mine and declare for Pitt. See if you get out of that mine alive. <laughs> oh, see, I told you he wasn't a five star. Ain't no more. <laughs> Shut the lights off. Let him freeze. <laughs> Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. 